Hey everybody, this is Julian and this is um, another episode of Ignorant Bliss. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, uh, I'm going to be preparing for conventions and stuff, so I didn't have much time to record a bunch of new episodes, but I did have some stuff that I actually made in the past that I haven't actually put out yet. So this first half of an episode is something I recorded um, last winter with uh, two friends of mine. And it's just a regular conversation. nothing about comics or Well, some of that stuff comes up, but it's just actual just conversation about things that was going on at the time. You know, like a usual episode of Ignorant Bliss. Uh, I think it was a pretty good episode. I'll be splitting it into two because it's, it's kind of long. Um, I'll try to put out both parts within the same week. So this will this will be side A and side B come later. Um, you can always reach me at ignorantblisspodcast at gmail.com. Comment on the actual blog post on ignorant-bliss.com. Um, you can also comment on the SoundCloud. Get at me on Twitter or any other social network, which I post at Julian Lytle. And look forward for more stuff. Um, we just finished, my, me and my friend Sean Causley just finished Awesome Con uh, here in D.C. And we'll shortly, we'll be in uh, Heroes Con, uh, I think Father's Day weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, come check us out. Come visit us by uh, my comic as Special Edition Volume 1 and his comic Panda Force. Um, he's at Causley Concepts on Twitter. Um, search us out and I hope you enjoyed the episode and look forward for some more of these just random conversation things that isn't going to be directly tied to whatever is going on in the craziness that is comics but in life in general Enchanted by women who speak nasty Tiptoe in the courtroom there for the past week Leaning on my lawyer, pinky looking glassy Charges dropped, these plaintiffs just wanna tax me Secret service wanna see me driving taxis Hug my attorney and then we do the money dance Whitey Bolger or a soldier leaving Vietnam Pledge allegiance to the flag Well we keep it a hundred to get your money back Pull a plug, brain dead, dope game nigga Knew the roads were faking, so we bought the real with us Repertoire, hustle such a tenacity High roller, better's another masterpiece More rock him than maybe Master P Thirsty nigga paid in full, I'm trying to buy the beach Caution, I approach you with a business mind Slight two-step as I check the time Rub my hands with my palms itch 50 in the bank, diamonds looking flawless it's the sway of a rich nigga Praying for that day my nigga seeing six figures Black bottles popping when I'm on the turf Two private jets, what a nigga's worth No girl, 
under ten, no will under a hundred grand. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Man, I make this money dance. I crisscraft, she suntans, propellers out the window over islands. That we used to have tag team matches with people in the neighborhood. Come through in the basement and play us in tag team matches. Mm -hmm. And they're still mad about those matches to this day. Really? We had whole tag team maneuvers. Really? They still salty. Still salty. That's freaking crazy. Thank you for inviting us into your space. No, oh, that's you, no problem. Seriously. It's you usually this is. About my sanctuary. This, this is usually the fortress of solitude. Uh huh. Just me making up amazing things by myself. I'm so excited. Like it's just voices, song. right? This is yeah. not like nah. man singing. Right? I definitely see it. I'm and like, I'm like two, two to five years off from having video and being fancy. And I hate being on camera, so they ain't happening no way. Can we also not use my name? Okay. I can call you guest. Or you can call me K Shade. I just there don't need know. anything that's like. Uh huh. That'll, that'll trace back to you. Damn, now I need to come up with. Podcast name, stage name, a stage name. Shit, you just call me Steve. Some billion Steves out there. Yeah. Oh, you just don't spell my name correctly. Yes, because the way in which your name is spelled was the first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. That way, it's easy to track you down. That being said, there's always people with different spelling names. I judge. I just try not to say it the wrong way. I'm like, okay. I'm just not going to say the name for a while until I hear it. And then it's like, word. Yeah. I can say it right. Yeah. People mess up my last name all the time. So. Lytle? Yep, because they say Lil. Okay. I don't get it because it's a Y. I didn't know why it could sound mm, like it is. I can't. I feel like I've seen it spelled your way, but pronounced little. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. I never met anybody else with my last name. I'm solo, one of a kind. You got any siblings? Nope. No other family members? Not many. With the last name. Not I don't know. They just made yours up. They make it up. They exist somewhere. It's like Weeder Robinsons, but you, you are Lytle. They, they exist somewhere, I'm guessing. They don't know me, and I don't know them. What about your dad? I mean, where did last name come from? Oh, my birth father. He's somewhere. Okay. I have a stepfather. Okay. And my name. We don't have the same last name. Yeah. We can real personal real early. I laugh. It's all good to me. Like that part is that's open enough. People Google me, they can they can figure some of this out. You know. I love when you talk about like being Google. It's always really funny to me. What? <laughs> you yeah, yeah. being Google? Being Google. Because they bring that shit up. People bring that up. <laughs> what you mean? Like, they search me out. And I'm like, I don't even know how you know me. Yo, I did Google you after I listened to that last episode. Because y'all were talking about something in kind of ambiguous terms. So I had to look it up. Something about Marvel. I mean, fuck them niggas, man. Right. So I had to <laughs> look it up. I was like, what's the drama there? Yeah. And then after I read it, I was like, yeah, fuck them niggas, man. Yeah. I don't read comic books no way. Uh, so essentially, um, 
me and a friend did this project, this website, where we mm-hmm. matched up superheroes with like hip hop album covers. Mm. And we did it for a long period of time. And then like recently, Marvel decided to do it. Basically the same concept, some of the same albums we did. Even some of the same... Um, did you copyright them? Well, you can't technically copyright because what we were doing is essentially like fan art. Because oh, we, we don't see. own the album art and we don't own the characters. Mm. So, yeah, they they use their their power. Mm. And it was, it was it was interesting. It was a little thing. It was a little thing for a little while. How long? About a month and a half. A bunch of back and forth. And then blog posts. And then it became this thing about like hiring practices and then hiring black people to work on black characters and then yeah it became you were at the forefront of that i was kind of at the center and then like sometimes what happens with like events like that where people start talking about like race and and hiring practices sometimes what might start something gets kind of forgetting for other people's uh motivations and intentions oh yeah yeah, yeah. I see so it's all good i just don't buy any or read any Marvel comics anymore. Okay. I'm not going to sell the ones I have, though. Because, hey, I enjoyed them. Some of them were signed. But I don't buy new ones. I don't read them no more. I don't go see the movies. Yeah, that's deep. People still ask me about them all the time. How long is it? I mean, like, when did this, like, little situation occur? Um, well, they did it twice. They did it earlier in the year. And then... Mm-mm, these are my candies. Thank you. And mm-hmm. then they did it again, like the late summer. I never, I've never offered you all this. No, no this is randomly. like my thing. I thought you giving me a piece of candy before. Like, I visit randomly, so it's all you know. And I'm always like real focused. Me and Courtney were family. Me and Keisha, they were family for about a week. <laughs> Something like that, like this, these sour icebreakers before. <laughs> it's super cool, and then we won. Oh man! I just dropped like a bad habit. What? Mm-hmm. Does that sound like me? Yeah, but he ain't on me when we got back. <laughs> now, I saw. I looked it up, and it just reminded me a lot of that oh, talk about like uh, all this talk about appropriating black culture and how they're. The dominant society. I don't want to say white people. What a mainstream society. Mainstream whites. It's like no mainstream society. They uh they love black culture but don't necessarily love black people. That's correct. And it's been really uh prevalent in music, other forms of entertainment. It's something I've always gave a lot of thought to in regard to sports. So to see it play out like that way with that uh you guys talked about blurs and how there's like oh. this whole section of the community of, of of black black nerds and Marvel fucks with y'all for the for the money. They they fucks with y'all for the the fandom, but you know, and when it comes to being a part of the product, you you can't get a look. Are you recording this? Oh, and this is how it happens. Yeah, I just assumed that's what happened. I just started. Rolling. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I have no idea. You're no, not gonna just waste this time. Just be talking, and then what you'll like strip it like I don't know, edit it together. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, way my show works. It's just it's really just people talking. It's like a phone call. If you just randomly heard people talking on the phone, 
and then just just random you just music just, drops. Yeah, plug in. Okay. It's like the party line. You ever call the party line? No. You ever call the party line? No. What's up? I seen the commercials and I was like, <laughs> I like one of the all those dirty bird party lines. Dirty bird? I don't know. <laughs> That's when you would call. <laughs> I don't. I, you I call don't know. into a room where people are talking. A room. A room. And you like choose the room. Like I want to be in room. this room. Room. <laughs> the room. Exactly. Didn't he sound like he was from the island? The room. <laughs> I want to be in room six. I hit six. For well, I don't know why they like you knew which one was what, but you go you go in and people are already talking. Mm-hmm. And you just you just interrupt. Who went here? Like that was how you started everything. Was who went here? And then people would shoot their stage names at you. What kind of stage names? I don't try to like get hood it. names. Like I'm from Philly. Everybody in Philly raps, so it was all hood names. Oh, so. The only ones I know about are the Dirty Bird ones, right? So you would go in and be like, if you're looking for a good time and Party Girl, you don't remember seeing those, well, no, those no, commercials at night? No, like like phone sex? Yeah, yeah, no, but it's like different yeah. rooms. Like This yeah, was just yeah. like general chatting. Okay. But I want to say they were distinct. Like you go on one and talk about sports and go on one and talk about really? relationships, something like that. Yeah, I heard about But it. you get in there and the people are already talking. But we used to do it just to troll. It was just like the first wave of trolling. Get in there and just start talking crazy to people. For what though? Because we were bored. How old were you? Like 11, 12. That's, the that's worst what happens age. when you don't monitor yeah. kids. That's the worst age. That's not, you know, that's not really something appropriate that 11 or 12 year old. You're not supposed to be doing appropriate things at 11, 12. That's You're supposed to be touching your boundaries. They don't have that now. They have Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. Oh, that's true. You go on there, yeah. you hear the worst, the dredges of society when you play video games online. You're just like, we just take this off and just shoot these little people in the face. It's the same thing. It's just they're all together now. Like, now you're playing your video game and being racist at the same time. It's terrible. Hmm. And some of the things I've heard, I'm like, man. Man. I never played. I would say you're not missing that by not playing online. You're not missing anything. Even though it's fun to play games against people in other countries, though. Yeah. You hear, like, a Japanese dude curse when you're beating their ass in Street Fighter. The funniest thing in the world. That'll be real disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> I like some kid in China like dusting me in 2K. <laughs> like I'll take that really personally. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> like fuck you. It's like you losing in Street Fighter. Like you probably know real martial arts. <laughs> Chubby kid in Arkansas, like trashing you. Probably not, man. We probably don't, man. It's mad. It's mad nerds over there too. Sure. It's mad nerds in Japan. I like my stereotypes better. <laughs> <laughs> you study it. The guy study the arts. I'm old with my Street Fighter. I'm 25 years in. Y'all was so trash in Street Fighter, y'all. Like everything I did was by accident. Like I never learned any of the the moves. Like, I would just, like, the Hadouken, like, I would always throw it by accident because I didn't know how to actually do it. So I will just jump kicking you. So you never committed? No, nah, I don't have the patience. To, like, learning. Mm-hmm. I don't have the patience. That's why I don't play video games now. Like, I don't have the patience. They got too real. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the patience to stick with it. If you catch me playing a video game now, it'll be Crazy Taxi. Yeah, that game was amazing. I love that game. You play that game. Uh-uh. I told you, I'm like, I don't have Yo. any games I have. 
you drove around and just take people to places. Yeah, but it had mad taxi. It sounds but, like the and, worst idea ever. And, <laughs> like you are, you're a cab driver, <laughs> and you take you people to drive locations like fast and erratic, and don't pick care about none of the traffic laws. But it had mad amount of product placement. So you're like, I need to go to KFC right now. It's like you just jumping over stuff, hitting people, whipping it around. It's like I want to go to Levi's store buy some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that was so that was How long ago was this? Oh, this, this is like uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. But they came out with a two. Yeah, I have the most recent one. I mean, not the most recent one, but I have one for like more recent. I think for like Xbox. She looks That's completely too. confused by that video. That's on the screen with no sound. I mean, I haven't seen videos in a long time. So I. Like... Yeah, I watch like two hours of videos a day. Really? Why? Yeah. So I know what the hell is going on. Get to the streets. Is that August Alcina? I think so. August yes. Alcina. You ever see that video with uh, two chains? No. Kicking chick out the uh, kicked out his backstage area. She ended up suing him. Did you see that, Joey? <laughs> kicked out of the backstage. He had just got finished performing with August Alcina, and she was real hype. It's like, yeah, I love you and August Alcina. <laughs> no, I've not seen that. Sorry, somebody says his name. August Alcina. And I was just watching an interview and he was talking about wanting to commit suicide. He's a heavy dude, man. Yeah. He is. Singing this ratchet R&B music. That yeah. Ratchet and B? Ratchet and B. Ratchet and blues. Ratchet and B. Like Todd Dollar Sign. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude. Um, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Great songs. Trey I don't songs. find Trey songs to be ratchet. Current Trey songs is... is but do you think ratchet like is like hypersexualized? You mean like the kind of... Singing over a rap beat, like what's ratchet? I think when they're basically like singing the lyrics to like a Ray Shmurd song, yeah, that's, that's a yeah, ratchet. Your lyrics yeah. might as well be rap lyrics. Like Fetty Wap is ratchet. Do you know how Fetty Wap? His hair is it's like fake. It's he got fake. extensions. And you know who he got it from? Like some like old school woman in the hood that is like has been growing her like her dreads out forever, and apparently like he wanted her hair because she was super spiritual, and he said since he put like locked his hair up with hers that he's been like you know he's blowing up blowing up he's gotten this extreme success off of that hey I'm, you From know the, what I'm dead as I'm really That's happy weird, that there's a public figure a male public figure that got extensions in his head cause it's over like it's everything's blurred now That's weird as hell but the fact like most people right you know cause I'm an extension lover myself like if you had extensions, you don't know. Like, I don't know if it came from, I don't know, the Philippines or if it came from wherever some other girl's hair. The fact he knows the woman that has the hair. This, this is a new area right here. This is a, this a is undiscovered country. Of black, black dudes getting hair extensions. They got to go get out right. themselves. Well, that and black people getting hair extensions from other black people. Oh, yeah. Right? Usually, it's like some other race that you're trying to yeah mm-hmm. now what you can appropriate get, yeah, yeah. you can extension to, to dreads and lots like right ooh, that's a whole new market a new market for coarse hair natural hair <laughs> Betty Wap is, is a pioneer, pioneer. <laughs> in many ways in many ways yeah. making it cool to have a messed up eye oh my gosh the fact though that like he has the type of attention he's getting and the notoriety looking the way he does like think back to maybe 10, 15, 20 years. Like, I know we had the biggie, but he had to have extreme talent. 
And obviously he wasn't attractive. But I can't think <laughs> like twenty years ago. But twenty, but, but 20 years ago, could you imagine a Fetty Wap or somebody like Slick Rick? Yeah. He had an eye patch. He had an eye patch. He wasn't trying to expose anybody to it. Yeah. He don't, he gives no care. No. It's a millennial life. It makes you right different. Here. Yeah, nowadays it's about being different. It's hard for me to look at Fetty Wap though. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've seen him fewer than five times in my life, so I don't know. I see him and I look away. Uh, I mean, like, like oh, you see what I'm saying, though? No. I've seen him a couple like... times. But yeah, I, I, I get it, but I read some story like how this kid was felt more confident about going to school about his condition right. and stuff. I'm like, hey, you got a... kids with these conditions and then they feel better about themselves So Fetty Wap is out there singing... My way, I think I think it's a cool thing. I think it's a cool thing. Now, his album is not worth anything. I know he got a couple of songs, I can't get through the whole album. They I all try. sound alike, they do. And he is constantly repeating lyrics. Like, what artist does that? Oh, a lot of artists do that. No, 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 but on the same album, like some artists, like they may have like a catchy hook. Like a, like a one. He might have a catchy hook in one song and then maybe in on the next album, he'll make an entire song off of that catchy hook. Betty Wap, one album repeating the same lyrics on different songs. <laughs> yeah. I can say this. I like Future a lot. But the fact he came out with five mixtapes already this year, half the songs literally do sound the same. I he know he's saying the same thing. He on the Adderall and Dirty Sprite. And he's out there. He got all these women in the trip club. And that's it. That's all I know. That's all Future do. And I sit back and be like, man, Sierra really messed you up, bro. Whatever. He's been like that. He's living a hell of a life, in my opinion. He probably is. You think so? He's sleepy all the time. <laughs> Stressed out. He getting fat. I don't know about that. I ain't even that's not a win. To be such a lazy rapper... And I, I mean what I say. I think he's living a hell of a life. Like everybody regards him as like this, like, oh, he's like, you know, king of the trap. King of trap music. Da da da. He's lazy. It's similar to the way that I felt about Lil Wayne. Being lazy, like never coming in with like any like real thought to his lyrics. But Lil Wayne obviously is intelligent enough to at least be super witty. Future is lazy and he's not lazy. Dress code, but ain't for us. Do what you want, you probably don't fold up. When I'm feeling the stress and I pull up. Ripping the set like a soldier. How about a bend and I roll up? I'm in the stretch on purpose. You lame nigga making me nervous. I keep me a banger like bird. Sip out my cup and it's dirt. First I got married in money. Then I fell over that dirt. First I got married in money. Then I fell over that dirt. <laughs> But it, yeah, it's, it's not a lot of good punchlines in it. Right. I like listening to it too, but it's like when I'm in a gritty mood. Like, right. Hyped up. Right. But it's not. I could not listen to him at my house. Like, like I have to be going somewhere, right? I have to be. I have to be intoxicated. Now, now how, like, tell me, like, is that okay that in order to listen to somebody's music, I have to be in a certain state and they a... probably had to be intoxicated to make it. I think he, yeah, I think he got intoxicated. Well, what's that oh, say? What's that say? Yeah. That's what his music is for. I can't listen to, I can't listen to his music sober. 
I don't even know he would take that as a diss. I don't think he would. No. It might be what it's what's he's intended. Like, okay. He's like, I got you know, you gotta get you gotta get a little bit uh you gotta get lit. You gotta be out lit. It's like that's what I made it for. Like, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm glad to help. <laughs> Like you're just like Future I can't do your music <laughs> Unless I'm in the strip club With ass shaking In front of me It's, like, okay, it's, it's for a, a uh, Specific time Specific place Like it's not a It's for like moments It's for like that moment In the strip club When you realize You miss your wife <laughs> what huh? That's what his music is about. When you realize you miss your wife, feeling. yeah, that's the feeling of, of music. Your wife? I don't think I'm not even gonna say it because this is gonna be divisive. But I don't think many of the people that listen to Future's music, I wonder if they're married. Like that, don't don't seem to kind of align with the population I, I that you, he's yeah, targeting. But I'm talking about that, like that emotion. Like you miss your you have to be a married blue. to have that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But for him, he was married. He was married. <laughs> married to who? <laughs> Sierra. Then they get married. They no. get married. That's what I'm saying. That's the type Common of music. Law. You miss your bae. You miss your boo that you got tattooed on your neck. That's. What's the difference? Because one is marriage and one is hood. Love. I mean, you got a tattoo on your neck. That's stronger <laughs> than marriage to me. <laughs> You yeah, go to my, court. my auntie the marriage. You can't know, man. You put, you put you put that money in for that diamond. <laughs> you don't need no diamond. You put that ring in, you say all that stuff. That's a little bit more to me than a tattoo. Oh no. You cover a tattoo up. You can make a tattoo. You can't cover it up. That's true. Turn it into a butterfly. Maybe like maybe like this. Maybe getting it in. Turn into a map of California. Do you have any tattoos? No. I draw on paper. I don't have art on me. Would you think about that? That's interesting, though, for a person who's interested in, like, you know, lust draw to not. Yeah, I don't get it. I get why people do it, but I don't. I, I, like, no, I was like, okay, you got tattoos. I'm like, why do you? That might not look good when you old. Like, <laughs> they don't age well to me. <laughs> it hurts. Like, I'm like, mm. My cousin is no, extremely no. artistic. He's drawn our whole lives, right? And he became a tattoo artist, and he has tattooed himself. Mm. I love that. Do you I have any like, tattoos? No. I have like commitment issues. I can't get a tattoo. Hmm. It's interesting. That's forever. Yeah, commitment issues. He told me I had commitment issues. I have like. He said he wanted to talk about it on the show. That's interesting. I like because you, remorse. you've seen that in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Commitment issues, huh? Dang. Tattoo is forever. True. I always felt like somebody had to pass away <clears throat> for me to like. Tattoo something related to them. You ain't got no dead homies. I had dead homies, but it still hasn't like compelled me to get a tattoo. I'd sooner do something else for them to in their memory that may still last forever, but it just won't you don't be do a tattoo. A memorial fund, scholarship of some sort. Oh yeah, yeah. I do plan to do that actually. For mm-hmm. My uh, cousin that passed away. Okay. Yeah. Let's not bring the conversation down. I mean, well, we got I'm sorry real to personal, hear. Real well, serious. I'm sorry to hear about that. Let's let's keep this conversation light. I think that's positive, though. I mean, she passed away, but like the idea of commemorating her mm-hmm. with something in the future, I think is good, though. I think it's dope. I don't think the tattoos have to be that serious, though, right? And I also I don't can't think get a frivolous one. Mm, no, I get it. I'm a fan fan of tattoos. You have a tattoo, sure, and I'm gonna have more. 
And um, I still look at mine and I'm like, I love it. I think it's still dope. So I, I haven't had buyer's remorse. I don't think about like, okay, when I'm 70, will I regret it? I hope I'm a dope ass 70 year old, you know? I mean, if, if not, like we don't always think about like how things are going to be, at, you know, when we're 70. Like I, to a certain extent, I want to think about my life in that way. Like I don't want to make those decisions that are like, oh my gosh, this will affect me like then. But I, I want to live right now and be happy right now. And so over the last five or six years of having my tattoo, I've loved it. So that's been long enough for me. That's good. I think about the future all the time. I'm like back to the future. I'm like the kids, Marty. You keep looking, thinking about that. I mean, you're not in the present, right? You choose not to get something right now that if you like tattoos that you might really like because you're too worried about what's going to happen or what it's going to look like when you're 70. I'm not just in the That's for the birds. People ask me to design. I'm like, you sure you can buy yours from now? It's going to be what? Like like my tattoo is going to be whack to me five years from now. You think? I wonder about that. It depends on what you get. So, I was overseas. Bar wire. Well, I mean, twelve years ago, but right. it was dope. But, but why did you get a bar wire? Like, why would somebody get a bar wire? Because it was dope then. What was dope about it? Like, you know what I mean? Like for me, mine has significance. I got it like while I was overseas. My last day, like living in France. It's Arabic calligraphy, so I saw it while I was traveling. It means by traveling the skies, a crescent becomes a full moon. And it's still dope to me. And it still kind of represents, like, things that I value. Travel, exploration, like, I'm good. Now, does it mean that I needed to get it tattooed on my body for me to, like, for it to still have significance? No. But I like it, so I got it. I ain't tripping. I feel you. I don't knock it. I mean, I just don't have one. But I don't knock other people's tattoos at all. And also, as a professional, right, you get it in a place that's less conspicuous, right? So, it's not Yeah, I guess. I don't think I would actually care, but yeah, I'm weird that way. I don't think I care. Like, uh, Don Kennedy, the rapper, he has tattoos on his wrist. Say, in love and memory of hip-hop. I think that's dope. Like, I would do that. Who is he? He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Don Kennedy, he's all right. I would get words tattooed on my wrist today. Okay, like, so but you understand the difference between you and Dom Kennedy, right? Yeah, that was just an example. But I'm saying okay, it's like I would not need them to be conspicuous for what I do for them. Like I would have tattoos on my wrist. Really? Yes. Huh. Yes. Okay. Huh. Interesting. I just don't think I care enough. Yeah. That's that's why. Huh? That's why. Mm. Like it's not gonna stop me from getting money. Okay. Hey, I wear t-shirts and jeans at work sometimes just to be like, what? I think that's fine. Like, for me, like, it's not even about, like, is it going to stop me from getting money? I just would prefer everybody not know everything about me, right? So, um, unless there's a conversation, like, if tattoos had never come up, you would never know that I had a tattoo. In the same way, like, if I'm in the work environment, I don't need you to know, like, that I love tattoos, I want to be able to share that with the people that I want to share it with. Um, so for that reason, like, no, I, I choose not to expose those sorts of things. This is probably not interesting for the show, but you go ahead and cut that out. 
Good, I'll leave it in. We'll see. Everything that I talk about on my show, I expect to be interesting. Like, this moment where... Sometimes we uh, this moments of times we talk on the show about stuff that nobody would care about, like tennis yeah. or like <laughs> or like actual super like personal things or like like I know people don't care about everything I talk about. Like it's not that's not the point. What about yeah. these peanut butter crackers that I know of? You think they care about this? Y'all want some peanut butter crackers? Peanut butter crackers? No, thank you. Yeah, no. Nah. No. Okay. I stopped eating those when I was like uh, fourteen. Why? I don't know. I think it's because they aren't. And you think they're probably like artificially dyed? Oh, I didn't even go that deep. I mean, I'm Just sure the that color they are. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> the color orange. It wasn't that deep. Oh, okay. You like you really like yeah nah like it's not. It's cancerous. No, nah, I was 14. I was just like they're orange. I don't want them. It's like my brain is like, how come they don't taste like orange? Hmm. Oh, how come they don't taste? Sometimes they taste like cheddar, right? Sometimes yeah. they like cheese. Yeah. That's fun. See if they taste like what you remember. They probably do. I don't think they, they changed the recipe. He's <laughs> like, yo, this is gold. <laughs> this is working. Yeah, I mean, it's the same. <laughs> I think they're so delicious. Just like I think Sprite is like the most healing piece of food product in the whole universe. Sprite? But yeah, man. That's how I feel about ginger ale. You know, I get sick. Well, I don't get sick because I drink Sprite. When people get sick of work, <laughs> like, you drink, not, it's not water, it's Sprite. <laughs> no, it's right. Mm. I tell people, like, yeah, Yo, you're drinking no Sprite. You ain't drinking no Sprite, man. That's why you get sick. And they're like, Julian, that doesn't work. I'm like, how come you're sick and you got sick off and I'm here all the time? <laughs> I'm saying, clearly somebody's doing something correct and somebody isn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. And your stomach is lined with corn syrup. Yo, I was wondering. Real talk. Until early this year. I drunk one can of Sprite every day, at least one Sprite every day for 21 years straight. Are you looking to get some sort of advertising nah. dollars? <laughs> nah, I don't do it anymore. Is this product placement? Like, I don't do it anymore. But. Hold up, did he mention Sprite when we were talking about Crazy Taxi? Nah, we're yeah, one of you. <laughs> you. Trying to get the Sprite money. Right. It would have gave me money by now, the kid. Yeah. But I think you just gave them the best, I don't know, product review ever. Yeah, the last 21 years, you have not been sick as a result. Yeah. I used to go, when I was in college, I used to go to the cafeteria. All the people who worked there, they called me the Sprite Man. Because that's the only thing, that's the one thing you always had. Coca-Cola, cut this man. <laughs> it was like, hey, Sprite Man, I was like, what's up, man? Let me get this. You know what I want. <laughs> Boy, you deserve a check. People used to have Sprite in the crib for when I would come over. Like, when it was like, oh, we having an event. Hey, Julie, got some Sprite for you. Like, well, because that's, you don't drink. Yeah. Let me meet the Carmel King of the Castle. Keeping his tight, CM smooth, sipping on Spritite. It's the Macadon, never swerving untitled. Uh, Knowing commercial rap needs to woo, be recycled. Uh, yeah. Collecting cans for Nick's picks, my latest LP. Now obey my thirst, some precisely. I got the knack to rock, I'm steady heating up the spot. The chocolate boy wonder making heads bop. Plus, I... <laughs> this is how we work it Grab the big Sprite and you know we jerk it Right out the fridge It's just like this with a did dab dip Yeah Drink I give a pound to my man with my right hand yes. Cause I, I keep the Sprite in the left hand okay. And then I push the button when I don't want to hear nothing I let it go when I want to hear something yeah. This is how we flow when we in the studio Freestyle with Sprite Yo, how the rest go? 
mug. And you got some glasses on. And I'm back. And I'm back. MP MPR out. Welcome back to the Gail King show. <laughs> Don't laugh at my new spectacles. Are you new? Barely. Like last within the last month. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to try something now. Yeah, I guess when I actually get old, old, when I hit that midpoint, when I hit 40, I guess, I get that eye check, it'll be like, yeah, bro, it's about that time, I have, I have the feeling, I lost my Hawkeye, <laughs> you have to see the distance. I had one last week, because I have glasses, but I don't wear them as often as I should, Yeah. so I went and tried to get contacts, because I feel like I'm more likely to wear those than the glasses. Mm-hmm. It's just the whole the whole experience really bothered me. Why? Put some on your eye, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I just got contacts for the first time a few weeks ago when I went to get the glasses. It's scary. That's what they told me. And I was just like, like whatever. But they said they just have to make sure you can do it comfortably before they give you contacts. So I was like, all right. It took me forever to put those things in. I mean, because all your life you're taught to like not touch your eyeball. So the fact that they then say for the use of, for the purpose of the contact you need to touch your eyeballs and put something in there it's just like when those things is off. I feel you. I'm more concerned when they take them out. Have you t- have you like have to? No, I haven't done it. I have to go. They oh. had, they had to reschedule that. Like I'm saying, I mean the experience of going to the store was horrible. Where'd you go? A my eye doctor. Oh really? It's on our list of things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you can go and get a free year supply of contacts or whatever. I was like, up oh, to seventy dollars, cool. which means you can get like exactly you get six months. Pair, yeah, you get six months. Yeah, if if that. So I went and did that, but um, they tried to sell me some some glasses. Also, the doctor was like, "Oh, you need to also get some sunglasses." I was like, "For what? Like, you know, you know the stuff. For Just give me this. How much can I get for free? Yeah, give me that now so I can go." And so, what'd you get? As much as I could get for free. So I have to get. I have to go do that that thing so that they know that I'm comfortable putting them in. And well, I have six months of, of contacts. So you know. So six months is free? Yeah. You get either a free or pair of glasses. Pair, pair of glasses. Or, and you get them annual. This is my first year, like, taking advantage of this. I could have had six new pairs of glasses. Yeah, yeah you could have. But it's always a catch. I don't know what it is. Well, let me tell you. glasses go. At, when I went to get the, like, whatever, the consultation for the contact lenses, $75. So all that, like, we're going to help you with them. We're going to see if you can take it in and out. And, like, and your insurance doesn't cover, like, the additional support that we provide you. Okay. So that might be. I mean, I can't get no hips or uh, Warby Parker glasses. You can, because all you need is a prescription. Yeah. You get a prescription and you send it into Warby Parker, you get them. Which is what I'm going to do. I just want the contacts. Like, I don't need any of this other stuff. I got to use my plug. contacts. Who's your plug? I know. I think I know some people who work there. I got to get pop, you know what I'm saying, use my plug. No. You know. No, I ain't about being regular. I'm a Jason. I'm a Jason. Gotta use that network. Yay. That's why you got it. About to spend all the time being around party animals. Gotta use it effectively. The cool square. That's why I am. You're the cool square? Yeah, man. I'm a square. I tell people I'm a square. Come on, man. I'll read comic books. I'm a square. I'm a square. A square just means you're not a criminal. So, well, I'm not sure about that. 
that's what squirt, squirt means you don't break the law. I don't think so. I think maybe where you're from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that they're. According I think being colonels, a, yeah. no, but seriously, I think being a square is very relative. I think maybe where you're from, being a square means not breaking the law. Where I'm from, it means like really being on the up and up. It's not just not breaking the law. Look, yeah. Being a square <laughs> means, you have, means you have a day job and you yeah. just you just live a, a normal upstate and righteous. That's right, life. man. I watch Charlie Rose. Right. I watch the news. I'm square. Uh, I'm happy with my squares. It's dope. I talk about movies all all clinically and smarty already uppity. Talk about themes and motivations my square I'm happy with my squareness do you think though it's just really like the way in which you were raised right so like when I think about like what you described as like you being an intellectual and like thinking about like themes and kind of going deeper um I don't think of it as like square like you know what I mean you probably watch the movies as they're intended too like because the person that wrote it and directed it wanted you to catch all of that stuff I think some of those movies are I think a lot of those movies people be like you're not supposed to think that hard about it be like yeah I'm not (laughs) no shit is just blowing up I'm just going I'm just going to ruin it for mad people (laughs) that's what I like to do come in and ruin it ruin stuff why are you thinking about it so deep Julie cause that shit's whack live your life I'm becoming the villain that's the goal that's my new thing be a bad guy Listen to nothing but the weekend. That's film music. I don't know if you that's guys music. To, have you listened to what he says in his songs? No. no. Yeah, if you actually listen to what he's saying, he's he's a terrible person. He's a sad, terrible person, but it sounds amazing. It sounds so good. It sounds very. Um, I don't know. It's very melodic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care what he's saying. Exactly. It really like. I guess I should be. A I call bit. I call his music villain and be. Cause it's nothing but villainy. It's just like, he's, just, he's just being terrible to like women and doing really? too many drugs. <laughs> Isn't he coming soon? To DC. To, to DC. Wow. I heard the tickets were stupid expensive. I guess. Yeah. That but like, I high. didn't know he was that type. Of, like, stupid expensive. Like, same level as Beyonce. Same level as like Janet Jackson. Stupid expensive. Yeah, like two fifty, three hundred for like upper level. And I didn't a, know he was that artist, right? He's had a very, very good year. I don't know if it's like two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars worth oh, of a year. Like uh, at least two number one singles in the country. Yeah, you know, the Hills. Okay. And then so does Fetty Wap. He's he's selling he's selling. Yeah, the they, but they're not two hundred and fifty dollars. Forever but level. Fetty, he's still like probably like singing at homecomics. But Fetty Wap just started. Weekend came out like you know a couple of years back. He earned. He's in. He moved up. Oh, certainly. certainly. So do you go see these dudes and then watch them do two songs and then? Who what the weekend? Like they got two songs. The weekend no. albums. Like albums from like albums on albums on albums. See, he had those three mixtapes to put out first. I and remember the first one. Like House of Balloons, Thursday, oh, and the other sadness, and then he has Kiss Land, then he has Earned It Off of the um, yes. that soundtrack, and then now he has Beauty Behind the Madness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it need to be 
paying two bills to go see you the weekend, it sounds like. Yeah. No, no, I won't. Oh. He's not a classic artist to me, right? So when I think about, like, who I'm going to spend that type of money for, like, you have to be both. I have to like your music, and you have to be an awesome performer. So the first time, like, I went to see Beyonce, right? Well, yeah, she puts on a show. Right. I was a Beyonce hater, right? Because I thought she was, like, you know, she talked as if she was illiterate. I mean, since then, she's gotten coaches. She's great. But I was like, okay, this woman is a mess. I ain't like how she did her homegirls, like, you know, Kelly Neal. So I was like, I can't really mess with Beyonce. This is probably back 2007. That's a long time ago. Right. It was a long time ago. It was like fresh off of Destiny's Child. I felt like she had left her, like, her homegirls. And I'm, I'm like a loyal yes. person. That's so I, I thought, am Sasha Pierce. That's single ladies with Beyonce. Exactly. And I thought she was like <laughs> talking about some like real ridiculous things. It's like on one hand, you want to be like part of the women's empowerment movement. On the other one, you're like single ladies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't, it didn't really match up for me. Yeah. But then a homie got me free tickets and I went to one concert and I was just like, Hate her or love her, she works her ass off. And so Beyonce is one of those people, like, you don't want to lie, but you cannot deny their talent. So you're like, damn, I can't stand her. But she's so <laughs> dope, right? Like, she's yeah. so dope. I'm right there with Steph Curry. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't know that I feel that way. You felt that way last year? I felt that way today. Oh, yeah. I think he is so whiny. And I don't even know a lot about basketball. Like, let me go ahead and admit it. But, like, last year doing a planet, he sounds like a petulant child. Between his whining, he seems like he's like he's like a little, like a petulant child, like a diva on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, he look whiny, his his hands flap. <sighs> like, it's just like one of those things where I'm just like, man the fuck up. Like, that's how I feel about him. Yo, but his and daughter's I don't even know it like that. His daughter's mad and attained. Yo, she's mad petulant too, though. Yeah, it's like, she, like, like. But he is that kid, though. He's the, he's the, he's the NBA player's kid himself, so. Yeah, well, she he's could probably now. be like, I get it from my daddy. Right. It's like, so she's like third. She's gonna be like third generation. Basketball third generation player. annoyance. Annoyance, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, but he's nice. He's nice with the shooting. <laughs> Not he's consistently. Nice shooting. Not consistently. Says last NBA playoffs. They won a championship. Yeah, but I didn't think he was consistent through the throughout the playoffs. And again, let me. Let me preface all of my comments by saying I am not that like NBA girl. I'm not gonna be hot takes though. You can't, you can't, you can't couch the hot take. You can't be like, look, I don't really know about basketball. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, from from what I've watched and watching, because I am the type of person who watches sports, right? But it is a means to a social end, right? So I did watch all of the NBA, uh, the entire series last year. But it was because I was at a bar watching it with friends, kicking it. Like, it was not because I was sitting at my home like, oh, this is so dope. I'm going to watch the NBA playoffs this year. It wasn't that. that but was what amazing. I noticed. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, that's me every day. You know what I mean? And I get that. But what I noticed, well, you all talk about it from, like, I don't know, the expert status. And I'll talk about it from, like, an outsider looking in. And I still felt like he was petulant. I did think that his performance was inconsistent. And I think that if we were to pull up some stats from the game, the games, that it would probably confirm what I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying because he his team won. But it but doesn't mean like not, he was consistent throughout the game. Yeah, he wasn't really the engine. Like he didn't win MVP. Hell no. And he wasn't the runner up either. He was third. 
and actually technically the person who should have won MVP did was because the team lost. Right. Because LeBron James was the MVP. Cause Hell he, yeah. Because he was he was doing magical numbers. He just I just can't beat five dudes by myself. <laughs> so my thing with Steph, he can do a whole lot of shooting. He's a great shooter, but he can't. I can't. Say, I won't say can't, but he doesn't really impose his will on the basketball court. He's just shooting jumpers. It's impressive, but if they decide they want to focus on him and stop him from doing it, I just find him to be so. temperamental. And put it like this: if they were, I love they were, me some again. <laughs> you know, Miguel is wild talented. Yes. I love me some again. Yes. Yes. Um, I think, um, what was that? My drink is kicked in. That's what I'm going to say. That Miguel? <laughs> I love his music. What can I say? Nah, he makes some decent, some good no. dancing. She's such a great performer. I saw her and I was a Beyonce hero. But Tim was like, Miguel? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> he is super talented. He right. is, though. Yo, he, he is. Though. I don't want to. Like, that album was, um, the most recent album was pretty good. Oh, it got lost in the sauce with some of the stuff out this summer, though. Yeah. I would say that. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, he, he deserves, he's like my work music, right? When you come in and I'm like super frazzled or whatever else, like, like either that or gospel. I could, I, you know, I'm too much of a heathen to get in the gospel. A you lot know of people what? listen to gospel at there, work, There's right? one like song. Yeah, 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 where we at? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, there's two songs. The battle is not yours. It's yeah. the Lord, okay? By Yolanda Adams. No, no, and I'm saying this because, like, it gets me through my moment. Like, I would curp out if not for these two gospel songs, and I put them on repeat. So there's one particular person at work that bothers the hell out of me, right? I've asked her, Right. Please don't talk to me. There are some days where I will reschedule a meeting because I know. I'm telling you, I will reschedule the meeting because I know I'm not in the frame of mind to act appropriately. So I say, I need to reschedule today. Let me be all the way real. I know I can't deal with you today. And I want to be able to comport myself appropriately. So guess what? Today, I cannot check in. We got to talk tomorrow. But I got a fresh hair. So, Yolanda Adams. Version of this song. Let me tell you. There's Yolanda and then... There's you know I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put this in the podcast. It's going to be the first yeah, time it's going to be the podcast. Uh, the bottle is... Wait, the bottle The is, bottle is not yours. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> right. Right. As I'm talking about... So, yeah. I'm drinking and the bottle is mine, but the bottle is not. Okay. Let me, let me specify. So, there are two songs, right? I told you about Yolanda. Yeah, what's up? There's a second song. Hold on. I got I to gotta pull it up. Because I just listened to the words. I told the storm. And I told the storm even more than the battle is not yours. So I told the storm is less like less known, obviously. It's I think it's Greg O'Quinn and Joyful Noise. But it says like I told the storm you won't last. Get the hell away from me. I mean he don't say hate, right? But it's like get away from me, oh evil spirits. And so that's why oh evil spirits. And that's why I need that song more than any other song. When this particular person, <laughs> like when she walks past my office door, I cue it up. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's wild, man. That's wild. It's real. It's Dang. real. I'm just downstairs. Oh, 
chilling. Living good, just listening. Whatever comes out. Ooh. Another person that sung a couple of hotline bling. Let's let's cue it up. Ah. Let's cue it up. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot at work, man. People listening to gospel. Yes. Through their day. Yes. They be getting through that. I'd be like, man. Place is stressful. It is stressful. But you know what? As long as people have something that they can lean on, rely on. Like for me, I am thankful to have those two songs, particularly that one, I told the storm, you won't last. As long as I'm able to have that, I'm saying, <laughs> boy, please edit that song because one of your listeners out there might need it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, anyways, I think as long as it allows people from going postal, right? Yes. There have been times where I I visualize violence. That song brings me back to who I really, the person I aspire to be, right? (laughs) It brings me back to the person I aspire to be, which is a better person than I currently am. Okay. I listen. I'm with you. I listen to Wu Tang playing when I start getting angry. I get. I go full into the deep end like it's. Right, so you get angry. Do you listen to like angrier music, yeah. or do you listen to music to bring you down? Nah, I listen to angry music. Mm. I listen to yeah, I'm listening to Ghostface Killer, Rayquan talking. I'm talking. Like, I'm listening to Pusha T. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening to clips. Like mm, they crack right there. You know, now I will say this: <laughs> if I'm entering a meeting like where I need to be aggressive, I listen to No Limit. No lie. So it's like there are several or when I'm about to say, right. No, no, no. But that was like, that's newer. Oh, you go back to ice cream, man. I go back to about about it. I go back to like freak hoes. I go back to like, like, like the TRU album and then Master P's first album. You know, they watch and they watch. Yeah. Like I go back to that, like Simple Shock and No Limit Party. Like that is my... That's my before a standardized test, like before the GRE, before the LSAT. Like, I listen to those songs to get my mind right. Yeah. Oh, 
I kind of took that 20, that 20 years ago, man. That ballot ballot. Because like, that's be like built an empire. That could be like motivation. I think Master P is so dope and so underrated. He is so, like, he was recently on, and I don't know if we want to shout out other shows, but he was recently on The Breakfast Club, right? And he was talking about just building his empire. And he said, um, I think it's Jimmy Iovine, right? Who is infamous in the rap industry, had offered him a, you're right music industry in general had offered him a million dollars and he was like if he offered me a million dollars I know I'm worth more than that and to me that was super dope because he knew at that time so where other artists was like I'm gonna take what I can get I'm just gonna eat he was like I'm gonna sell these mixtapes whatever mix CDs whatever out of my trunk and then I'm gonna flip some dope money and I'm gonna make sure that I'm able to then have this kind of both record label and a music store and sell my own music and distribute my own music. That's so dope. That's like to me, like I know everybody's like praising NWA and stuff like that. I think that's dope. That's cool, right? But, but they got screwed over. But they got screwed over by some a white man, right? A Jewish white man. And that's not to have anything to say about like other some, cultures and races. But there's something no, there's definitely something to be said about People are not of the culture profiting off the culture. It's like the exactly, market. exactly. And and I have to say, like I appreciate him doing it his own way, and then also bringing his brothers along, his son. He got his little daughter who was on Nickelodeon. Like it has been a family empire. And so for anybody to say they can't respect that type of hustle, like that's crazy to me. Yeah. I also heard a recent story that like he beat Michael Jordan in the basketball game at the summer camp. Really? Romeo was in summer camp. Joy was like, yo, I don't want you in the Master P shoes. Master P flew up there and was like, yo, my son gonna wear my shoes. Now, I don't know about them shoes now. Let, me, shoes look up these, hot, let me look up these Master P shoes because I'm like, maybe that wasn't, you know, we got to stay in our own lanes. It Master P hot, shoes. He got a team of, of young bucks and he beat Michael Jordan in some, in some NBA pros. And I was like, well, damn, like you didn't beat the God, like Master P. No, no limit. This is true. <laughs> you need to raise up the ranks of life of respect for me. Like, not only did you say up to Michael Jordan his shoes, you was like, I'm gonna beat you in basketball. That's crazy. Oh, uh, he had like what some Converse or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they were nice shoes, but, but yeah. yeah. But if your dad got shoes, you, you wear your dad's dad's shoes. Know where right? Even the Michael Jordan's the basketball kid. Right. No, who was it? Stephon? No, who Stop. had? Stephon oh, Starberry, Stephon Marbury. Yeah, he got his own shoe. He recently for fifteen dollars. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. Politically, it makes sense because he's like, there's no reason kids should be dying for the two dollars tennis shoes. Yeah, but do you understand just the implication of having fifteen dollars tennis shoes? They're still fifteen dollars tennis yeah. shoes, yeah. right? So, like, make them look expensive, make people think they're more expensive. But the fact that you're going around saying these shoes are super cheap, that doesn't get anybody out the hood. Like, they still don't get joned on because they fifteen dollars shoes. Yeah, they still seem as if they're yeah. payless, like they're the equivalent yeah. of payless. Yeah. The thing you know is, is like the like, Jets cost the same amount to make as his shoes. Right. They charge it's, it's like you're completely right. But let's think about I just wanted yeah. him to think about the marketing strategy. Well, you can That's just, it. You well, know what I mean? You can say the Kanye's right. Because his shoes cost three hundred and fifty dollars and they sell out every time a new color come out. I hear you. I and I don't care that they actually cost fifteen dollars. I just 
I want him to think about a different way to brand them as $15 sneakers. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't feel good about that. There's people not going to buy them. To make them buy them, I but to also... it. What do you think? Because he's hand, I feel like he's handed out more of them for free than he's sold. Okay. Hand them out for free. Let them retail then at $300. See what I'm saying? So then you allow people to have these very expensive sneakers. The people that can purchase them, purchase them, and they still stay at this high retail value. The people that can't, you've given them away for free. And then those people feel like they just they just won. Ain't nobody feeling like they winning when they got a $10 pair of shoes on. You know what no? Right. I know what you're saying. You're saying like assign the value to it uh, uh, based on like their perception. Like if everybody like, oh, these cost $15, then they must not be. Then they feel like payless shoes, right? They're yeah, but yeah. they're the same shoes. Sure. Like they're not like. Uh, but no one cares about that. That's what I'm saying. People know that the Jordans are $15. However. I don't think what, they do, but they, yeah, but I get you. Smart many people, people yeah. right? Many people know that they're $15 or that they are not paying the same price in retail as they cost to make them. However, there's a certain amount of like, you know what I mean? Notoriety, brand of shoes. And also like, you know, they put a certain amount in the hood and they're like, okay, this is limited edition, whatever else. I got one of the 10 pairs of shoes. So now I'm hot shit. Like that's, that's a great thing. Let's do it. I don't know about me. I don't got no brand name yet. I got a couple years to go before I get my brand name up. I would. I do well, I mean, what would shoes. you do with your brand, though? Like, what's your brand? What's my brand right it now? It wouldn't be like shoes, though. I would love to design a pair of shoes. Really? With but like actually, characters I would, or what? No, nah, I would actually like. To, I wish I could design a pair of Nikes. Huh. You ever done it on a Nike ID? Yeah, but that's, that doesn't give me enough. I can't pick. I can't like change the soul up. Like, I got like ideas. That was one of my places I tried. I wanted to get a job after college, Nike, but I didn't. I faked on. Would you have gone to Seattle? Hell yeah, I would go to back in campus. I've been living out there, running around, being awesome. Shoot. Yeah, I still want to go to Nike campus. Come get me. You I should go know. visit, at least. I, know, I, was, I probably wouldn't leave. I mean, I yell. Everywhere. I'm a 
different type of person. Like, I'm like a rider. I'm super loyal. Ride or die. Like, I check to see how people good. Like, you good, whatever else. And I expect the same thing out of males. That's it. You know what I like? I like the fact that you just use males. Because sometimes I get into, I get into not arguments, but debates or spats about... Sometimes I like to use the term females. I'm talking okay. about females. And I know oh. that sometimes males use females as a pejorative. Yeah. But I like to use it in places like if I'm talking about females in different age groups as one group, i.e. little girls up to grown women, I don't want to call little girls women because they're not women, they're children. Same way I don't like to call little boys men because they're not, they're boys. But they're all males. I also like to use males in terms of other things like male other species, but Sometimes I know that can get me in trouble because of what other males do. And I'm going to be honest, I have some female friends, and I shouldn't say female, I should say some friends who are women, who are very sensitive about the, like, you know, the distinction as being female, female versus male. And they feel as if female is like something that you use to describe any species, a female dog. If you, like, if it's a person, a woman, right? Mm-hmm. So... You should use the the term woman. Yeah, I do now when I'm just making sure like, I know, but yeah. I just used it myself and so now like hopefully. But you also use male though. I just did, male, though. I did, I did, right? So because but it's because it's not a sticking point for me. Yeah. It's not a sticking point for me and because I don't I don't hear that same like pejorative like connotation that I don't feel super sensitive about. Yeah. But I know that a lot of women do. Do y'all like understand why they do? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Too. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of dudes that be like, they use females as if like like a diss. Like, females are crazy or females. They it's use like it. Women too, though. They can say like women are crazy. But they, 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 they. Yeah, but the whole thing is like. It's like an escalation of, uh, of, of disrespect almost when they go to female. It's an like, escalation. It's and it feels as if you're saying like. A lot of people, like, still need that kind of, I don't want to say it like that. People will be like, a woman that's a female. It's like, I don't know, kind of like a double description. Um, I feel bad because I'm telling you, I've gotten into several very, very, very long. I'm friends with a lot of intelligent women and several long conversations about why they feel as though the term, like, being described as female is so offensive and I'm just not doing well and remembering right now I think it goes to what you were just saying Julian about it being dehumanizing because you could be a female of any other kind of species any kind of animal I said that and be a female but a woman is a is a he just said dehumanizing <laughs> what did I say about the species <laughs> you see what I'm saying like what here's the thing like, and this is the other was... problem too right because anything that's you know that's intelligent or a great point is attributed to whatever the male said that happens quite often both in the workplace and now I see here on your podcast <laughs> I see I mean from getting in trouble he ain't in trouble nah I can't get in trouble here uh-uh. that being said it, it, it's a conversation but yeah I think it comes down to that sometimes it's like uh, like, I get it, so I just choose different words. But if I want to get all scientific, though, I can't help it. I want to use those. I mean, people are just sensitive. Because I like, you know, science is awesome. You're an asshole, though. 
like many times. And it's so interesting because you have, there's this duality to you that's like super nice, but then super asshole. I don't know where it comes from. I just want to be like, like you're better than that. You're better than all of this that you're like on. Generally sensitive. I am. People are generally sensitive. Was that that maybe an asshole? That people are sensitive. Nah, you got asshole tendencies. Like, and it's a very interesting thing because I don't think that's really who you are. At least I'd like to believe you're not. But you like it very much comes out like in the way. You remember we were talking on the metro and you were talking about like some girl you thought liked you and she's on the waiting list. She's just waiting for plan C. Like, what? who the hell do you think you are? I said that. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what he said. He said like, that there was a girl just waiting for an opportunity to be with him. What? And that if he ever gave, you said that. Okay. And if you ever gave the go ahead, you know she'd be ready. And I'm like, you're not Don Juan DeMarco. But the fact that that's your perception, one, speaks to like dating in D.C. And two, speaks to maybe who you are in kind of this perhaps delusions of grandeur that you may have. Okay. That's fair. I was, I'm telling you, I was you blown. You do say you were instigated. I was blown yeah. away by your comments because I don't think of you as that person. Like, I'd like to believe the good in you, but. No, you don't have to. I know I don't have to. I, I know I don't have to. But I'd like to believe just in the same way I believe like Julian's a genuinely nice guy, right? I think you're a genuinely nice guy. There are people that I've met that I don't believe are genuinely, genuinely nice people, right? Now, um, let's see. There are where we are, right? That I've been Without doubt, with that. <laughs> right, right. That I don't feel, so it's not like I'm that girl that's like going around <laughs> thinking that people are just genuinely nice. Where did this go? But there are certain people that like I get a sense, like and I and I like it's just a perception that I think that you're genuinely nice. Then you in particular, never you, but you make comments that are like, who do you think you are? That are in direct conflict of like your perception. My perception, but it almost feels as though More you are intentional. Perhaps there are assumptions. I mean, yeah, they're exactly that, right? By definition, there are assumptions. Um, I'd, I'd like to think that you'd want to be the best version of yourself, like, that you could be, but human. whatever. Um, you can be human. Um, but to operate so far outside of that, it almost seems as if you're intentionally trying to be the asshole. And I don't know why. Like, for what? I don't know why somebody would do that either. Unless this is who you really are, like, asshole-like. I don't know. I don't either. That'd be sad. That'd be really sad. Ain't that serious? I think everybody has a point to times where it can be seen as you to be an asshole. I know. I, you know what? I when is, know. Tell me about a time you've been considered an asshole. You're such a nice guy. Oh, when no. I know there's motherfuckers out there in the internet think I'm an asshole. Based on what though? Because I, I shit over the stuff they like. Okay. Like, I openly talk about how I don't fuck with Marvel Comics. There's probably people getting their feelings about that. They probably they people probably feel I'm entitled because I based on my feel they stole it. I don't like everything. People sometimes like you don't like nothing. Like I like a lot of things. It's just you happen to don't like the things I like. Mm. So I know it. You see how they act. I see how they talk. I got people to hear how they talk and they get back to me. So I know there's people to view me as an asshole. That don't mean I'm an asshole. 
Or I could just be, means that there's like probably just I don't know a difference in opinion, huh? I guess, like, yeah, this, this this probably people have weird views of me anyway. So it's just like either they think I'm boring or they might think I'm way more interesting than what I am. Or they probably think I'm bad certain ways or I don't know. Like you can tell sometimes. You can tell when people sometimes feel they don't really like you. And it's like, I don't even know what I did to you. Do you but, feel that way in our work environment? Not totally. Not totally. It's sometimes it's there's probably sometimes people that change over time. I'm like, okay. I didn't really change much. I just What do you to, think it's based off then? I don't know. I don't want to think too much about it. Because in the end, I'm just trying to fix people's computers. <laughs> uh, Man, a lot of times in uh, in our work environment, you just catch strays based yeah. on like the people you work with. They got an issue with your team and you being a part of that team, you'll catch the strays. They got a problem with you. Yeah. I see that a lot. In the end, they need me more than I need them, though. They break their stuff. I'm chilling downstairs. I got my little computers. Relaxing. Got my little four days a week. <laughs> I talk about that joke all the time. I talk about it in public. I don't even care. Like, I work four days. You know, that's when you sound like you're from Maryland. I mean, car. <laughs> Maryland. Car. It says, what is it? Like the, the U R instead of an A sound. Yeah. I, can say I like that. that car. I can say care. I mean, car. But car. And bro. That's, that's like an Islander thing, though, right? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't people, know what to attribute that to. Some people upstairs think I would, thought I was from a. Uh, Thought I was from California because I just use slang from all over the place. Right. I listen to what? Are, like, tell me some of the like. Sh- wait, I was gonna say Chicago, but California slang. Like, like things like hella. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's Bay. Mm-hmm. That's old though. But I use hella all the time. I heard that thing was like twenty some odd years ago. I was like, that's a perfect word. I like it. Yeah. Like hella, that's dope. Do you ever use hecka? If I'm around children. But sometimes you just want to use the curse word, huh? Yeah. Sometimes it draws a point home. I know, like, uh, the West Coast, the way they say some things, like, like L.A., the way they pronounce words is just funny and dope. The way they use cuz, you know. Cuz, though, you know what? I want to say, like, it's both a Southern and... A West Coast though. I think it. Well, I think a lot of things come from the South because so many people yeah. came from the South. So many Black people came from the South, and they yeah. went all over the place. And perhaps like because we, you know, in the South, people are typically like have a lot of cousins, right? Cuh, cousin. Like there's so many derivations of the word. Yeah, I've already stated that when I get when I turn forty, I'm calling all younger cats to me nephew like Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm at forty. Oh, you younger me? Yeah, what's up, nephew? I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> How old is he now? Like forty-two, maybe. He looked kind of old. Though. <laughs> Let me look it up, though. Nah, he ain't. How old? He looked well. He I mean, he, he was nineteen when he came out. Well, I just feel like then he probably need to drink more water. It's all that because he's looking. Yeah, because he's looking more. like uh, it seems as if it's aging him a little bit. He didn't look the same the last fifteen years though. 
Yeah, I don't you know stop about that. Aging. I don't know about. Ever since the TV show, he be looking tired. What TV he, show? When he had the uh, televisual doggy doggy yeah. on TV. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I must have. He got a show checked now. out during that. He got his web show. They about to put yeah, on revolt. Great. They put it on revolt. They about to yeah. That his little talk show is hilarious. He's like, you got all these West Coast rappers on there getting them high. Yeah, that's all they do is smoke on that shit. This is great. It's the smoking. Oh my goodness, he's 44. Oh, so yeah. That's definitely younger than I thought. He's about to say, man, he's Pharrell. Yeah, but Pharrell, Pharrell don't, look don't like, age. He don't look 44. Yeah, because Pharrell looks like he's 18. He didn't look like he was 18 since he was 18. <laughs> like Snoop looked like he needs some Botox. <laughs> Snoop lived a hard life, man. Hard life of gangbanging. Nah, man. It's, it's no Dude, that is this really him? He ain't got on this blonde wig, though. Oh, that's when he dressed up as like a white dude, though. Yeah. Uh, he did that for, I think it was for what's up. I forgot why, but it was funny. I think it was for that show, wasn't it? Probably. He be doing it all the time. only had like two or three episodes. Snoop Dogg, man. He stay current. Yeah. You think? What's his latest current venture? Is it the show that you're referring the to? The show. Or he just hosted the BT Hip Hop Awards. That he had an album out this summer. Oh, who watched that, right? And he got the, the BT Hip Hop Awards. You watched that because it got the cipher on it. You watched every little bit in between so you can see the, the cipher. See the ciphers. That was good. I wonder who like thought of that in like B- BT's production office. Who thought that was a good idea? Most because likely somebody ain't been there in like 10 years. Yeah, somebody that's gone now. Because the cyphers ain't as good as they used to be. They, the high point was like four or five years ago. With who? Slaughterhouse Eminem. Not just that, no, it was the one where it was Eminem, Black Thought, and Most Deaf. And I, that was like a rap The only thing connection. that one, like, <laughs> it couldn't possibly live up to expectations. But it was so good because it was, it was just still a good. But it wasn't. Slaughterhouse like, was the Slaughterhouse, the slaughterhouse was great. one was dope. The Young Money one was great. Like the first time, like, when Nikki was on there, like, right when she was starting to blow up. And he was like, okay. And the good music one was like, you know, it was. It was Pusher. It was Common. But I liked it better before they had the teams together. When you had people pulled from different places and, yeah. and did the cypher. Like it was one with Juel Santana. That was a long time ago. Yo, was yeah, like you said, it was like from back in the that day. That was so good. That was, I think that was my favorite one. It was like Jewel's and Fabulous. Fabulous? I can't remember who else was in that one. That was like that a was like, That one was Fabulous. <laughs> and it was like they were hungry and they were making the most of that opportunity. With like their best sixteen at the time. Yeah. Now they like kind of overproduce. Like you put your team in, so you're comfortable. They give you the verse. You you, you do the takes several times. It, and depend, it depends on the crew though. Like the crew, like the the TE cipher last year was dope because like. Who was like, on the the cipher last year? Well, the TDE cipher was like Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, yeah, so J Rock, and it was clear that was a couple. Kendrick Lamar was basically putting his like, yeah, I'm coming for everybody in my it was age after class. Control. It was like the yeah. first thing he did after Control, so everybody wanted to see what he yeah, did. He did it. He did that high five to Schoolboy Q in the middle. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, come to. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like watching Russell. It's like, yeah, I just got the championship belt, and no one's people definitely me. watched the awards that year just for that cipher. Yeah, Drake never did a cipher. I don't know because he's not a rapper. I'll give you that. He's a, he's a rapper singer. He's a pop star. 
He's uh, he's uh, he's Justin Bieber. He, he never really engages. In he's the, not Justin Bieber. He's Justin Bieber. He's not Justin. Yo, Bieber. new Justin Bieber music is so good. He's Justin right Timberlake. Now. He's better. <laughs> Justin Bieber music is so good right I now. I know, I know. But you know, I don't want to like him, right? Well, I just let it go. He, he was, he's a kid. He's still going out of it. Good music is good music, man. Yeah. He's on that Travis Scott album. So is that then Ratchet R and B? What Justin Bieber's doing Ratchet right now? Ratchet and B. Is that what you call it? R and B, Ratchet R and B. He's 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 teetering the line a little bit. It's still a little bit more pop than than the full Ratchet. Depending on the song, sure. And you know he's on a song with like Skrillex X or whatever. So it's only that's 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 a full EDM. Yeah, that's that. Man, he don't keep that just to make sure he like I don't know retains his 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 fan base. He's jumping all other places. The fact that he is with a song, he's on Travis Scott's album. That song is. I haven't heard it. Cause you can't stream it. Okay. Are you gonna play it for your listeners, though? I can. Just it blows my brains out. Like, oh. Man. Trust me, baby. Trust me. Trust me, baby. Trust me. Trust me, baby. Trust me. I don't mind. Let's get drunk. Call your friends. 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 Let's get drunk. Twelve more hours left for us in a day. I've been drinking all day. I've been floating all day. Bring your ass over here. Stay. I've been gone for some time now. I just want a little taste Mix, mix, go Link, call your friends, let's get drunk Sip it slow Call your friends, let's get drunk Drinks slow now, froze 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 Come on over, get drunk Yo, you know those ain't prayer hands, right? It's supposed to be something. I gotta tell High you, fives. Black, black people decided that it was yeah. whatever it was. I know. Jesus, prayer hands. 
Black people get chosen in the internet. Prayer hands and say so what? Still prayer yeah. hands, right? Black people get chosen in the internet on low. Don't got no equity. Really in it. low. But still, they don't have no equity in it. No. <laughs> no equity. That's the crazy part. They're not demanding that they get paid. They can't get content. in. They can't get no jobs. Out free content. Can't get no jobs on it. I'm about to buy me some stock in Twitter though. My man Jack Dorsey just took over. Twitter. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I thought mm. Twitter had this. Yeah, I'm buying buy, on buy Facebook too. You buy on Facebook, yeah, you get Instagram. Yeah, I feel like Instagram Twitter is like declining. Like people, like it's so interesting, right? Because we used to write. We used to really write. And then we got used to like doing 140 characters. And then from there, there was that decline. It's like now we can't even stand a write in 140 characters. We're going to put a picture up. And it, like it's like ever like less and less. Whatever you can do to attract somebody's attention. Um, with the least amount of effort. I don't know where Twitter's going. People super lazy on Twitter now. Yeah, I still watch. I still get most of my news on Twitter. I definitely get these tweets. I love Twitter. Really? Love Twitter. And sometimes when you watch... I don't do any other social media but Twitter. When you watch TV, like... Like, that's the only one that really... That keeps up with, like, live television. Like, Instagram, well, I got the time to look at no picture right now. Twitter is genius because... When you load it, you see the most recent tweet from your timeline, right? So let's say something happens. You load Twitter, you get the analysis before you get the news. That's true. You get the somebody tweets, damn, that's wild. Mm-hmm. What happened to whoever? And you got to scroll down and find out, like, damn, you got to do research. You got to do some research real quick to get. I hear you, but I think it all, well, all of it, right? Particularly to um, specifically to social media depends on who you actually are following or who's in your network, right? So like many people are not getting this whole like analysis first. Maybe you got a more intellectual like no, it's all about who, you, who you're following and what they're talking yeah. about. I don't know. That ain't but that makes reality. it like uh, that makes it 100% your control. Cuz you can unfollow people you're not trying to see. Unless you don't That's know nobody. About things you ain't trying to see. They are they are going through some issues though, so but Like hey. what? What's going on? Stat, stocks devaluations and you know they just they just finally got a CEO again which is one of their founders who used to mm-hmm. have Jack Dorsey used to be like the golden child he took a couple lumps now he's humbled he got a little clear vision that he's back he's running Twitter and he's running Square okay let's see what he can do and you know that people got mad this week because they changed the star to a heart like that matters yeah, like it does know. the same function but why a heart because everything else uses hearts with the exception mm-hmm. of Facebook that we use the like button every other social media platform uses hearts now think about it Tumblr hearts Instagram hearts a whole bunch of other things uses hearts to Facebook <sighs> you know what though I often have a hard time with the hearts really I do I do because I don't like it's showing really love because I don't, I don't love it. Sometimes I just like it. A star to me is like, you know, when we think back to like our elementary school days, it was like, okay, something is higher than average, right? You think of a star system and it's like, okay, five stars is exceptional. Four stars is a little less exceptional. Three stars is average. Like it's, to me, it's more, um, what's the word? It's more objective, right? The heart is like, is emotion field. I don't need things to be emotion field. Sometimes it ain't about emotion. It's just that like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a dope picture. So, I don't know. It's four stars. But it ain't, I love it. It's four stars. Yeah. I get it. But they're just uh, trying, okay. they're trying to get some users back. So, it's like, yo, I, 
Everybody like Instagram, they use hearts. I just don't like hearts. Apparently, I wasn't, obviously, I wasn't a part of the focus group that decided between the hearts and the, and the stars. And the stars. And perhaps even circles. The only thing they used circles was Google Plus, and we know how that worked out. So Google Plus was like. I know, they tried to make it as if it. I know, but it was, but not always, though, right? When it first came out, people thought they felt really exclusive for like the first three months. It was like, ooh, did you get an invitation from Google Plus? I'll give you an invitation. And I was like, oh. And then somehow, <laughs> like thereafter, it was like, I don't know. No, what do we do this for? Totally lost its appeal. People don't be using it. It's not hot. Black people wasn't on it, that's why. <laughs> black people be driving stuff, man. I mean, black people definitely determine what's hot. Like, remember like the, the weird Segway thing. You know, Segways, people like, yo, Segways is mad corny, right? You got the little handle, you be like, mm. But these little Segway things that, 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 that people, that with no handles, that you just be just using your feet... I, I think see, it's so strange. I, I, but I, yeah, there's it's black so people that go to the Harris Teeter down the street, like with the joint, like it's so stunting on people, like to see it know, in the airport. That's the, where I, I most often see it. I it's so strange. My thing is like the regular Segway was considered uncool. It's still considered uncool, but this somehow like rappers be having it. Like I see black kids just going to the store. Like why is that? Door, like, the, Jr. the God. Now everybody got one. I think it's the absolute worst. I think it's the epitome of like laziness. Like, what do you need to like, you know what I mean? You walk through the airport and you on this like little device because you can't walk. Like, are, are you, like, it's not an issue of being handicapped. Like, you legit don't feel like your feet need to touch the ground. And in fact, that you need to, it is, it's beyond lazy. It's like I'm every, so against it. It's like everybody is spikely gliding. Exactly. Like, I'm just glad. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot su- subscribe to that. Like, I really can't. I, if I hit the lottery, though, I'm coming to work with that every day. Can you? I, I wish I would see someone in our in our place of business. <laughs> like, Don't I, say like, that. I can't do anything but glad. Like, I'm glad on you hoes. That's how it feels. Like, I'm glad on you hoes. Like, what are you going to tell me? Yo, I wonder if that's against the rules, though. I mean, no, because so. what what is against the rules? If you can have it at the airport, it's kind of hard to tell you know what the job. Yo, now I get I get to see any slower. guidance. Against it's slower it. than you would walk. So. No, but now I kind of want to get one. It just like busy people like yo, you got a ticket. I'm telling you, I don't know what I would do. No. I'd probably shut my door. I'd be on some line. I can't. I can't. I cannot. I will not. I won't. Like I can't do like, any of it. I walked around work with a Google Glass on, so clearly, like I don't get like. Well, when you did that, I was like, did. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, came to my office that day, right? Yeah. Well, there were several days, and I was like. Hmm. And I thought I, I thought something had happened. Perhaps you had eye surgery. I said, "Is this <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this the result of LASIK?" I I really didn't know like why you had this contraption on. And I, and honestly, I was a little concerned. So like, <laughs> I was. I was like, <laughs> people ask me about that every day. I'm so glad that you're like over that stage. Where are those glasses now? In the drawer. Okay, so so for that amount of time, I'm, I promise you, I thought you had like corrective surgery. Nah, so. I just had the computer on my face. For when you get the hoverboard, you gotta have it both. Bring it all back. So what did that yeah, like fucking, computer uh, on your face Bluetooth. allow? It was basically just having a phone on your face. Like okay. you do all the same things you do on your phone. Take a picture, 
Were you taking like see then I get directions? Take a uh, picture. So you're saying that did you take pictures of people while they didn't know? No. Okay. They were too busy wanting to take a picture with it on or with it with with me. Oh. Really? So yo. It was me. I I wasn't hip, so I didn't realize that that was what I didn't realize that was going on. And if I had, maybe I would have asked for a picture, but probably not. It would have creeped me out. Like it's creeping me out at this in this current moment. Kind of the reason why. <laughs> That's the reason why I got it to see how people react to it. Just to creep people out. To see so, how people react. So to apparently, it. I never especially asked, in DC, I never asked you then, huh? I thought you had corrected lenses. So it's different. It's different. Let's say if you're in like I guess San Francisco, New York. Okay, yeah. Versus a place that's very much not about privacy, but like secret, important information all yeah. around, and. No one was really asking me about it for the most part. Like security guards or nothing. I was going into government buildings. It's like y'all ain't up on this. <laughs> like creepy. and nobody gave y'all the documents. Like yo, Google came out with a device. Yeah, you, you gotta just be told everything that you should be concerned about before you can. I would think it's their job. Well, no, I but mean somebody got to tell them. That's what I'm saying. Some sense. They in their own little boat. They proved the reason why Google was like, we want him to go ahead and have one of these because <laughs> he wasn't up on things. I got more people asking me to like take a picture or like can they take a picture with it or can they take a picture with me that's the closest bit I had to fame that I ever want <laughs> cause I hate that shit no. that's like my homie with the Apple Watch just like yeah it does everything and I'm like motherfucker for what so I had to take my phone out that's the reason why I want cause sometimes when you out and you engaging with people it's like, you shouldn't have it. Or they get mad at you and take it out. <laughs> so you would just do this, like, uh. Oh, you're oh, so yeah. sly. What? I would check. Yeah, okay. I would check. Like, that doesn't really. Yeah, actually, if you think about it, we, because you know, the information, genetic information, people are used to watches. They've been around for like more than 100 years. The fact that people just look at watches or glances isn't a big thing. We're trained to like, just let that go. Because it's a watch. That's what people do. Also, it collects a mass amount of body data. Like your heart rate, all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Definitely get it on that on that level. Yeah. I would have bought some already if I had to go to the dentist at that time when it came out. But like, damn. You couldn't have bought it after that? Huh? You couldn't have bought it after that? It was like a, a short window? That was a bunch of unexpected expenditures of health money. Took away from the, I'm going to get this fly-ass yeah. Dick Tracy watch money. Got to take care of y'all first. See, I wanted to be like Dick Tracy, so I was like eight. Yo, they had the video. I'm like, what? Apple was like, blessing. <laughs> I'm thinking more about like Power Rangers and shit. Yeah, they did it too. To but like Dick Tracy was first. And it didn't make no sense because they was putting, they made that kind of Or again, Blank Man. Shoot out the little, the goo. Mm-hmm. Make the bad guy slip. Like, yo. Talking to the watch. Now they got all the dope commercials on now with people dancing. Drink a Sprite. What's up? What? So, Siri, where's the closest Sprite? get you sprite? paid, man. Where's the closest <laughs> Sprite? Siri, buy me a Sprite. Hey, Siri. I need this Sprite, though. Did you guys see Straight Outta Compton? I did. I enjoyed it. I saw it as well but I'm going to tell you I had a different type of experience I was exhausted I went on a Wednesday night I went to the 1020 showing 
Wednesday? Oh, it was dumb. So I had my little cousin with me. She was spending the week from Ohio. And I'm this little girl, 17 years old, and is um, far more mature for her age than I was at 17. So I'm just trying to keep her entertained, whatever else. At that point, like, we had gone, like, on the, like, double-decker bus tour. I'm, like, showing around D.C., pointing out sights. I mean, I wasn't, but the tour guide. And then she's like, it's my last night here. Can we please go see Straight Outta Compton? In the middle of the night. It's the middle of the night. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, we haven't had dinner. So, let's sneak some Bapianos in because, you know, I'm not interested. Damn, you, you didn't go with something simple. You was like, yo, who gets some Bapianos? That's why I keep a big purse. Like, <laughs> yeah. and because, you know, I'm classy. I wasn't just <laughs> interested in, like, regular, like, movie food. I was like, oh, we're not sneaking chips in. We're not going to go to the Walgreens and Bapianos. <laughs> Here's a plug for Bapianos. And the food is really good. It's super fresh, obviously, made right in front of you. So, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> damn they gotta have tacky. your name to send you money so it's not gonna be good we right? <laughs> saw so damn tacky anyway so went to it was a good time right so it was almost like like we it's almost like we were dining at the IPIC right so we had our our food in front of us you know IPIC has like the luxurious experience where you kick oh yeah where's that that's in Bethesda you know you gotta take a nice lady friend there that that goes against the way I like to see what do you mean fuck the police coming straight from the underground a young nigga got it back cause I'm brown and not the other color so police think they have the authority to kill a minority fuck that shit cause I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on and thrown in jail we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell fucking with me cause I'm a teenager with a little bit of gold and a pager searching my car looking for the product thinking every nigga is selling narcotics you rather see me in a pen than and a blanket? You don't like a blanket when you watch a movie? In the best theater I've ever been in. Where? It wasn't here. It was in Iowa. Why were you in Iowa? I was in Iowa visiting friends and happened to catch it while I was there. What did they have? What like, were you visiting it was like friends these in Iowa? Huge chairs mm-hmm. that reclined. They were like lazy yeah. boys, and then the screen was like one of these, like that. Mm-hmm. The sound system was. I'm, I'm not sure that. The- the audience great. knows what like that means. I don't know how to describe it. It was like concave or whatever. Like it yeah. like wrapped around the wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was real nice. It was a great movie experience. Yeah. At a theater, I don't remember the name. I, I was at Gallery theaters. Place. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. spectacular. But the food was good. Because you had Bobby Hamos. It was good. The food was good. <laughs> had nothing to do with the theater. No. Hell no. But that's a plug too. Like you could sneak food in easily there. Well, he saw what was up. He was like, ma'am, I need to look into your purse because, you know, now with the movie theater shootings, they're like looking to make sure that you don't have a gun. And I said, ooh, I said, let me be honest. I'm not a fan of y'all's popcorn. So I did go across the street to Vapiano's. He's like, ma'am, that's all right. I just want to make sure that you don't have a weapon. I said, word. So I showed him and he let me in. I would have felt tight because, you know, they only do that shit. They only do that shit straight out of Compton. I don't know about legs. that. I don't know about that. I'm at, Regal, I'm at Regal too often. Actually, Gallery beef, place? Yeah. And I'm actually, actually, I got beef with them dudes too. The little people that be taking the tickets yeah. in the front. There's an old dude there. 
me and him, one of these days, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> you what you going to do with said problem? Yo, you need to stay here. It's going to be a problem. When I'm there to do my screenings, so I can do my movie reviews, you keep giving me static, this is going to be a problem. It's been, like, it's been like four or five years. You know oh, my right. face. Okay. <laughs> you know I hear the sneak in. I'm on the list. Like, you need to fall back. Oh, dude, you just mad. I'm seeing movies for free. That's what he is. Oh, you see movies for free, huh? Review people don't pay for movies. Oh. Reviews, like, nah. I always forget that you're like next tier, next level. <laughs> like, well, I don't know about that. I ain't getting no bread. I just write out. But it's free. It's free. Okay, so you wanted to go there. We want to talk about, like, what? Straight out of Compton? I could tell you about half the movie and then I was sleep for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ass food. So good. Right. <laughs> so good. I had the best experience ever. But I can tell you about some parts. Let's talk. <laughs> you caught the itis. So, when did you catch the itis, though? Mm, you know, it's a long ass movie. <laughs> and so I want to tell about you. It's about niggas for life. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right, I think they were in Cleveland, Columbus. They was in Ohio. And then I woke back up. Oh, so right when they got arrested. Right. And then Easy was in his hospital bed. <laughs> See, so. <laughs> you missed the whole him leaving the whole death row part. That escalated quickly. <laughs> I was like, damn, when he catch that? It was like, it was quite something. You missed it was really alarming when I woke back up and saw that he was on his deathbed. I said, well, when the hell did that happen? So I look forward to it coming out on DVD so that I can just kind of fill in the gaps. You missed no Vaseline. You missed Ice Cube Lee. Oh, okay. I heard about that reference. Okay. It's like the whole beef era. She got like, they're getting arrested and they're reconciling because Easy is dying. Right. I was like, what? I know they didn't fuck with each other. Okay. I didn't know they had beef. What well, goddamn? <laughs> I said that's unfortunate. Okay. They wrapped that up quickly. <laughs> I mean, they still did wrap it up quickly hey. in the actual movie. It was two and a half hours on a movie, though. Yeah, but it didn't feel like that, honestly. Like, it went by pretty quick. It quickly. was decent. Yo, Which I actually, why I say I enjoyed it. It didn't drag Yeah. Me. Well, I mean, I'm sure, like, given the fact that you were in Iowa, and I can't imagine that there's tons of things going on in Iowa. Were white people there? Mad white people. Yeah, they yeah. They were real friendly though. Like it wasn't. It was nothing like I expected it to be. They didn't make the black people more angry than what they was. I mean, just in general, it wasn't a lot of white people in the theater. Oh, that's what I was wondering. Like, but just in general, like but they got were real to friendly. see black people on the screen, and that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like you with your people. Yeah, I mean, you go somewhere where it's a bunch of white people, you seek black people out. However, you got to see them. I know when I saw it, this old dude almost got into a fight with um. This black lady in the upper stands. Oh no! Yeah. Why? Was go she was talking through the movie. It was before it even started. Okay, tell tell us about it. What what oh, occurred? It was, it's just sadly, there's a level of ratchetosity when you go see like super predominantly black movies yeah. and screenings. I know that's why I go to the black theater. It's just two experiences. But yeah, but like this, it's, it's like this, but it's also it's free, and it's an event because it's a it's a pre free. It's like. It's like the premiere. It's like the it's special. So they they got they got like all the radio people there because it was a music movie. So you got like people from like Kiss and, and PGC and all them, and then like the little urban markets like BET, and then like yo, it get a little bit more ratchet. People get a little bit tense. It's like you know they got they ain't got a certain number of seats because they got a certain reserved number of seats. Uh-huh. Like, I ain't got to worry about this because I'm chilling in the reserve section. Oh, pardon and moi. Pardon and moi. You know, in the good area, you know, chopping it up like a boss. <laughs> but, uh, 
watching, watching the in the, the lower levels and the upper levels. It was getting kind of it's getting kind of salty. And man, it was like, oh man, it was this moment because you know it was starting to get louder and louder, and then like security had to come up a little bit just to make sure nothing pop off. And then it was like this little look between like the other like like the black critics like please don't let them turn, like don't let them turn up. We don't need this before the movie start. We don't need that. We don't need that to happen. Like we just want to watch around the comments. People are worried about like black people getting angry at the police. Yeah. <laughs> it was a thing. It was funny. It was a good movie though. People was excited. I thought it was a good movie too. From what I saw. Then I met one of the second producers the next night. Cool. Oh wow! Oh, that's dope. Which one? I forgot his name. Actually, I forgot his name. I got his email though. What are you gonna do with the email? I don't know. I might want to put a movie out one day. I don't know. Sure. He got it. Well, I mean, you need to. I mean, have you emailed him? Yeah. Okay. Boom. Done. Yeah. You gotta edit that out and say his name. <laughs> right, like shout out to he whatever. Might be real hurt right now. But nah, I, maybe I didn't want to say his name because I don't want everybody to know his name. Looking him up on the internet, messing my connect up. Say that instead. There you go. <laughs> I gotta keep my plugs, you know. Can't have everybody have my plugs. That's a problem. My only thing with Straight Outta Compton, like what's NWA like five people or whatever. The two dudes that became big successes, like the movie was in the most favorable light to them. Like you could clearly see they were the ones that put the movie on. So they kind of rewrote history in parts, I felt like, to make it look better. Dr. Dre was a saint in that movie. Dr. Dre was just like punching random people in the face. Like Dr. Dre is like the toughest guy in the world if all you ever heard about him was straight out of Compton. Well, he also no. was, he was also a woman abuser, and that's and, and that's the problem that I really had. That wasn't captured, and then thereafter he tries to. So you know, his girlfriend or I'm sorry, wife and baby mama was Michelle A, who was also on Death Row, and so Michelle she's A. On, she's on Rufus. Was she? On, are you sure she wasn't? She didn't. Go oh, to she, she didn't go to Death Row. She ended up having a second child by Suge Knight. I think yeah. I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She definitely did. Yeah. So, anyways. He used to beat the mess out of her. And so when the after the movie came out, she was like, okay, you didn't want to depict this part of the story. I got a problem with that. And I feel like you owe me an apology. He was like, yeah, I apologize. To me, that was so disrespectful because you wait for the movie to come out. You yes, wait for somebody to solicit an apology. And then you decide that you're going to apologize for beating this woman. I think the only reason he apologized is because he's a VP at Apple. And Tim Cook was like, Yo, you gotta squash. You gotta squash this. We got investors. I'm not for him. <laughs> I'm not for him. But I think that was a problem. I have I had issues with how how good he was in that movie. Yeah, Ice Cube was just a superhero. I had a yeah. problem with that. Ice Cube was okay. I mean, yeah. What do you mean? Okay, what? Like he wasn't like Ice Cube was just showed as being like they just show Ice Cube as being smart. It's like smart I'm not getting screwed over. Yeah. Oh, you guys are gonna turn on me because I ain't want to get screwed over. I'm gonna record the hardest rap song ever. Yeah. And then I'm gonna fight like a whole bunch of dudes when you try to jump me and beat them all up because I'm Ice Cube. And then I'm gonna write Friday because I'm amazing and I'm Ice Cube. Yeah. Right. And, and my, I can also trade. Well, yeah. yeah and me and my wife, we do everything together and make the good deals. Yeah. Like they just, you just. Oh yeah, he was married. Yeah. Like they yeah. show like the wife is in there like, <laughs> yeah, what's about this money? Right. <laughs> and she probably was like, yeah, yeah, put me in there, write me in there. Right. Friday. With the baby yeah. in his lap, <laughs> I was like, "That's not a family man." Super gay. Nice. They yeah. showed the transition from being like super gangster to like, 
oh, this is when he's going to be, like, just, like, family man ice cube. But honestly, that just goes to show you that, like, one, the people who are still, still alive, and two, the people who want to fund the movie, yeah. they are the winners. It's right? You write the story. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that story. Um, it didn't hurt the movie. Like, because I, I, I came in thinking that. I'm like, yo, this is going to be in the most favorable light to the two who are producing it. But then once I watched it, it didn't, uh, it didn't hurt the movie. It didn't hurt it, but I, I certainly, like, in hindsight, from what I saw, obviously, I look back at it like they definitely didn't want to go too far left, right? Because you go too far left and you show them in the most favorable light, and then everyone is questioning the credibility. They walk that fine line such that you could be like, it's still pretty good. They still, start, like, showed some of the, you know, the negatives of both of their personalities, so mm, this is believable for mainstream yeah. audiences. They needed to do that. Yeah, it was successful. It's the highest grossing black movie by a black director of all time now. Yeah. Who's that? F. Gary. F. Gary Gray. Boy, Boys in the Hood, right? Nope, that's John Singleton. Who? Who? F. Gary Gray's uh, big movie. Hustle and Flow. Nope. That was Craig Brewer. That's a white director. I didn't know that. School me. What was his big thing? Because I've heard his name. Uh, Friday. Set it off. Oh. Ooh. You know, Set it off is one of my favorite movies. That was a good, that was a good after That movie. was a good, good movie. Yeah. Yeah, but after that was I like wonder where Jada is now. What was Jada's character in Set It Off? I forgot her name. When she rolled off. See, in, in my head, she just went off into the source and survived. She rolled off on the bus. She didn't get caught up. She didn't get caught for the, she didn't get killed. She just rolled off. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. She remember. might be traveling through Mexico right now. That's where I she's think, going. Yeah. And she had the love interest with Blair Underwood's cop character. Uh huh. Because it was Blair Underwood. I forgot he was in that movie until I watched it like a year or two ago. I was like, Blair Underwood was in this. <laughs> I ain't seen that in a long time. I try not to watch my favorite movies, um, but so often because I'm I'm not the person that likes to reread books or always rewatch movies because I still want to like like it and then see something new in it. Oh, see, I'm different. Certain movies, if it's on cable, I'm just watching. Like, you know how many times I've watched Back to the Future? I don't think I've. I <laughs> it's don't three think I've. Digits. Honestly, I don't think I've watched it once. What? No, oh, hold up. Fully hold through. Up. It's been hold on up. TBS several times, but I'm not watching that thing. Fully Back through. to the Future? It has never caught my attention. Doc in Brown? That way. It has never caught my attention. 1. In that way. 1.21 gigawatts? Need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! No, Nike Sorry. 65, 88 miles per hour. You go to the Can't future, do it. Do it Can't the do it. It has never caught my attention in the way. Can't do it. It has never caught my attention in the way. Marty McFly. Oh. Cyber. No. You had to find Were you excited else. when that date came around, like in the last week or two? You know, we can go and Nike put out the announcement about the shoes that I can't afford because they're going to auction them off, and I'm pissed because they got the goddamn power laces. I've been waiting for the power laces since I was like nine. Yeah. <laughs> I knew about Back to the Future Day. <laughs> I thought that was dope. I thought like a lot of people were really excited about it. I thought that was dope. Back to the Future. That's my trilogy. People talk about Star Wars and all that. Like, man, screw that. Yo, Back to the Future. As your style. That's it's so much more gangster. Future Biff. Alton nineteen eighty five. That's one of those movies where the the sequels blend together. I mean, like I couldn't tell you what happened in one, two, or three separately. Like it's just um, one story. So. I can tell you every single moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many times I watched. Oh, it's Back to the Future. Yeah, it's one of those movies I watched as a kid and didn't like re 
rewatch another movie know. I watched. It's a, it was a period of time where like cable would sometimes keep movie in rotation, a couple years. Like so, me, myself, and Irene. Not that you go to your guy right now. It was on, it on some is. channel. My, it was one year I watched Boomerang every week for a year because we always. <laughs> I've never like, seen that one fully through. That's. I consider that the best the best romantic comedy ever made. I don't know about really? that. You've not you've never. I don't know. It. I don't know, but I'm just like I don't know about that. It has by far to me my personal favorite prettiest Halle Berry, ever. 1992. Halle Berry, Halle Berry is yeah dope. But in that movie, wow, it's one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. It has everything in it. That's like my aspirational goal is to be Marcus Grand <laughs> in Boomerang. Like I want his crib. I would get stuff like I was like I gotta make a certain amount when I'm up to like his thirties I gotta be like Marcus Graham is that dude. What was your movie as a child? As a child, like as a child slash teenager, mine was Class Act. Oh, I, I like that movie. Wasn't like I used to watch it all the time. One night it was on. And it might have been maybe two in the morning. I just saw that it was on, and I watched it, and I was like, "All right, I'll let this be on while I fall asleep." But you I was watching the whole thing, and then logging into my computer and ordering the DVD on Amazon. <laughs> so you How old you? No, this was like two years ago. <laughs> so you have it now? Yeah, I have it now, and it's like it's something about it's that movie, man. It just takes movie, you back. Right? It's fun. I've watched that. It just one feels good. Times. That movie feels great, man. But my movie, uh, still my favorite movie, is Another Professor. That's okay. Amazing. Like how people feel about coming to America. I feel about it. Like, no, coming to America. Oh my God. I yeah. I'm going to tell you what, because my dad's Nigerian. My mom's American. And so, like, that always spoke to my soul, right? So, you got this, like, Nigerian African princess. Like, I always thought I was her. I thought I was, like, the girl with the rose petals, like, in the high booth. Like, that was me. <laughs> like, I saw myself in this chocolate woman. So the she, one he didn't choose? The, the one he the didn't one? choose, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know what you're thinking, right? Like, found my queen. Right, like, but it was that she was, she was very regal, right? So I'm, I'm almost like the mix, right? So obviously I'm not this light-skinned heifer from, like, Brooklyn. Queens. 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 New York is a kid. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yo, but my New York is, you know, she got She's not from New York. I'm not that girl, right? I'm opinionated like that girl. That's my mom's side. That's the American side. But then, you know what I mean? This African side, like my queen to be. Like, it was just, it was a good movie for me. Yo, know, if you think about it, the one, the African one that he turned down, yeah, the she got brother. a pretty raw deal. Because she did everything she was supposed to do. She did everything that she it was, was asked ha- to do. Mm, it was hella bad. But that just goes to show you that no matter what you do, like particularly if you think that you are trying to please another person, it might just not be enough. You got to just do you. Yeah. Be you. Be that. Like, I mean, That's like. Real. You know what I mean? You thinking that you're going to acquiesce to et, like whatever he wants and then that's, look at me. Oh, I'm that's real. Today. And you think that that's going to get you what you want? Like, it's not going to make you been. happy. And it's, then Akeem was a stand-up dude. He knew it wasn't going to make him happy. Happy. So then. So he was like, yo. She still lost. I'm not going to put you through that. The next dude might be like, yeah, bark like a dog for the rest of your life. Hopefully she won't have to do that Probably not because she was raised to just just do what he liked particularly. So now that he's off the market, she might just be a. I'm gonna be honest. There are some women who like 
They very much appreciate, love the fact of pleasing their man, right? So if barking like a dog is uh, pleasures their man, then that is what they're going to do. It's not a situation of not having a mind of their own. It's that they want to please their man. I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not my life. And clearly it wasn't for Akeem because he was like, right. if you go, like, I don't want you to do Sammy that. But, but you know Sammy what? Was with it, <laughs> right, right. But there's was a like, man. What's wrong with you? Right. There's a man that wants that. Yeah. So she needs to go get a semi. Yep. Because Akeem was like, yo, we're going to Queens, dog. The homeboy. You How about this? You're going to do what I say and we're going to Queens. We're going to live in the worst apartment ever. <laughs> And we go work at McDowell's. McDowell's. Because <laughs> I got to get her. That's my movie. But like, there was another movie. One day I watched Purple Rain every week for a year. I've never seen that fully through. Me no, you're killing me with these classics. You ain't seen. <laughs> I know. But this is the thing. Like I didn't grow up I in that household. Right that it's one. like it's so many <sighs> like these black classics, brown sugar. Like when I tell people, they're like, Nah, I can give you passes on that. But like Purple Rain is like an American. That's like, like they're seeing like Michael Jackson's Thriller and like concerts on TV. There's like knowing Madonna, and then there's like Prince. Let me be honest though. I grew up watching like the hood ass movies. So Boys in the Hood, South Central, yeah. like Menace to Society, like you know what I mean. Paid in full. I watched those. Am I that girl that watched Purple Rain and things of that Purple nature? Rain is so powerful. Nah, that ain't me. Purple Rain is so But I, I love a good hood dramedy. Yo, I do, I Purple do. Rain's kind of hood, though. It's kind of hood, I, I would not. I can't speak. It also has more Zane the Time in it. <sighs> more Zane the Time. Ooh, that's be the first, only thing I would ever dress up as for a Halloween costume. More Zane the Time. so rough right now. <laughs> so this right now is the cards. Cards. Red. Passes. I am Texas. Hey, yo, who wanna put a fight for a long time? No hear from suckers walking around talking about they can get some, but that five is nine cipher. No can do. And if you take out for dope, then ask the other two when I proceed to let you know exactly how to flow. I'm not a law doctor, so just suckle with the hoe. Oops, my mistake. I didn't know you went with her. Should I run down the line of all the kids?